Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Thunder Rosa and I break down Monday Night Raw from last night. We talk about Sola Sokoa and what he did to Riddle. We get into... Becky and Bailey in their war of words. Becky and Rhea stare down from Raw last night, planting a seed to what? We talk about it. And then a very eye-opening interview with Athena of AEW. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Breaking down Monday Night Raw from last night. And one person I want to get into, and that is Solo Sokoa. Our very own Tommy Dreamer on the Saturday show, uh, I was listening to him, um, and I thought he did a great job of breaking down the bloodline and the future of the bloodline and talking specifically about Solo Sokoa Thunder. And one thing Tommy brought up, and it is so true, and Thunder, you were actually talking about it during the break, is that Solo Sokoa does not react to anything like all the Usies with with Sami Zayn and everything going on with the Usos even with Roman you know all the interactions of the high fives and the hugs and everything you don't see it with Solo Sokoa which makes me think Thunder who knows with Solo Sokoa is he kind of like what we saw last night like that silent assassin or could Solo Sokoa even play out further as the bloodline storyline continues down the road because he's not showing his hand thunder. And I think that's a great thing. You know, he reminds me of, I've seen a lot of like Cholo movies lately and you have like, you know, like big Cholo, like that never responds and, you know, reacts to anything until it's time. He's like the enforcer, right? And I feel like he's the enforcer. And yesterday when I was watching him, they were saying a bunch of funny stuff and, and I can see it in his eyes. He was like, you know, see a little twinkly, like, but he is like amargado, like he's just like bitter. He looks bitter all the time. And like, because I feel like all the attention goes to like the main guys, the champions, and he's just there. Like he's, yeah. he's that cousin, like if you have a big family and all your cousins are super extroverted. Like they're out there. They're like the big deal in the, in the hood and you're the other cousin. And I feel like Solo is the other cousin. He looks different than the other guys, right? So I feel he needs to make a statement for people to know that he is different. Although he's part of the family, 
you know, he is different and he is going to be different. And he shows some, you know, nastiness yesterday. Well, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, it's like when you're dating somebody and you meet the family for the first time and you know, if you're accepted by the reaction of like the parents, especially the father, like, all right, how is like, is the father going to, you know, laugh at my jokes? Is the father going to, am I accepted? And that's when you really finally realize yes or no, if you have been accepted by that family. Solo Sokoa does not react to the things that Sami Zayn is saying. So I'm wondering how we know how the Usos feel. We know how Paul Heyman, we know how Roman feels. I don't know how Solo Sokoa feels right now. And maybe this storyline with Sami Zayn, maybe this is going to play out a little bit differently than we think because of Solo Sokoa. And I got to give Solo a lot of credit because we were just talking about thunder about how the Usos are being cheered. They're they're the bloodline are, I guess, mm-hmm. heels, but yet they're not being booed. They're being cheered. But man, after what we saw last night and that attack that Solo gave to Riddle in that ring with the chair, and it made you kind of stand up and say, Oh my God. Like Solo Sokoa was getting booed last night. The heat was on Solo Sokoa. So to me, as much as I love Sami Zayn and I laugh at everything he does, the most interesting character to me right now in the bloodline is Solo Sokoa. And I guess for a lot of people when they're developing, you know, whoever he's going to become in the future, the fact that he doesn't say anything, oh, really? My, my, uh, yeah, my, um, forget <laughs> it. Just, just keep going. It's these. The fact that he's foot. not saying much and, yeah. and he's showing things with, you know, little and now big actions. It says a lot because now people are wondering and they want to see what's next. Like what's going to happen on the next Raw? Is he going to react to it? Like where is the storyline going to go? Is he going to uh, turn to, you know, the, you know, this osteologist? Is he going to turn on his cousins? Like where is he going to go? Well, and then, you know, and maybe he might turn. But maybe, you know what, maybe he's not. I don't know. That's what makes it so interesting. I definitely want to get the take of the nation, 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT-93, because I'm very interested in what people's perception of Solo Sokoa is right now because I think you kind of get caught up in Sami Zayn, right? I think when you look at Sami Zayn, the entertainment value of Sami Zayn. You're laughing at some of the things that are going on with the Usos and the bloodline. Solo Sokoa is reminding you, Thunder, how badass the bloodline really is. I mean, yes, but I feel in, in this aspect for him and specifically when you have characters that don't talk at all and don't react at all, people get so, so much more invested because they're waiting for that moment in where they are going to cut a promo and say who they are after, yeah. you know, their actions speak like the typical louder than their words. Right. And, and, and it starts escalating. And I think that the way that they're building him from the, in the family, it's very important because it's different. They're not, like I said, he's not being cheered. He was booed yesterday. So he's completely different. So I think it's, that's, that's, that, that's the beauty of being in, 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 in a group and where everyone has a different motive to do what they're doing. And um, and like I said, is he's probably that cousin that we tolerate you because you're big, you're cool, and we probably gonna need you to take care of business. But other than that, I mean you're there. And I feel yep. like that's how he's been feeling for a while. Like like the you know, 
Sami Zayn, he's not part of the bloodline. And everybody's like, oh my God, you know, Sami Zayn. And what about me? Oh, so I have to beat everybody's ass so they know that I exist? Well, I'm going to do that too. Because I am part of the bloodline, Mr. Cuzzy. And these are the elements of a good story. And they're telling you yes. a good story right now. MMA Today delivers all of the knockout content as Anthony Smith and Angela Hill team up with Dean Thomas and RJ Clifford. Hot takes. I don't think Robert Whitaker is the second best middleweight in the world. Skill set wise, I think he's the best. Debates. Patty Pimblett, the character, is more profitable than Patty Pimblett, the fighter. And analysis. The only time the champ champ thing makes sense is when you clear out a division. All in one place. MMA Today, Tuesday through Thursday from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I can't wait to get your opinions of what we saw and heard from Becky and Bailey last night. And I'm going to start off by saying, Thunder, that this is just my feeling. I feel like since Bailey has come back, and it's probably because everything has been centered around damage control and EO Sky mm-hmm. and Dakota Kai, and, and we'll get into what her response was about that to Becky, but I just feel like we haven't had that Bailey that I know... I want and that we should have. And man, like last night, that promo from Bailey, that's the Bailey that I want to see. That's the Bailey that I want to hear from. And I got to be honest with you. I thought that Bailey won the war of words between her and Becky Lynch last night. What did you think of that promo segment between those two? I enjoy it. I honestly enjoy it. I thought it was uh, it, it it was different. Uh, again, the man walks with with the people, and I it, it, that's one like people were were into it. I don't know, like people didn't know how to react when she when she was acknowledging them, but I think that makes it so much fun. And I think that the fact that you know Becky was really building um, Bailey it, the whole entire thing, like she was saying, you know, I left, I was out for three years, and you hold it down for. I mean, putting herself over to at the same time. You were holding out for me. You were holding out for everyone during a time was very difficult. And that's when, you know, Bailey did a lot of the work at the women's division. And she and I like the fact that she said you were working doubles. You were working extra time to make sure this division was, you know, in good hands. But I'm back now. And and, and it's different. You know, it's like the real man is here. So you got to move, move to the side because... You know, it is my time. And and I like the response that she had. And it's so interesting because you don't really see a, a heel saying like in, in her in her mind that she's doing the right things for the promotion. 
or, yeah. or, or the division, right? And, and, and Bailey, she stated that. How, like, she cares for the people, not Becky, because she was big-time Becky. She only gave a shit about her and only her. And now, even though she's a babyface, the only person that she cares for is her and her spotlight. No, and you know what? You're First of all, there's a lot of truth to what you just said, Thunder. And I loved you, what you said about, you know, Becky walking with the people because that's exactly what she did last night. She came out in the audience with the fans, and I love it. I, I, I love that Becky is back to being the fan favorite again because she was that heel for the longest time, and I don't think there was a connection with it. I didn't like it. I don't think fans liked it. So now Becky is back where she belongs. And this is going to be great, especially when we get to the road to WrestleMania. But you just said it, Thunder. Like, there was a lot of truth to what Bailey said in that promo last night. Like, you know what, Bex? The last time you were here, it was all about you. You know, it wasn't about anybody else but yourself. But when I've come back, I didn't make it about me. I made it about this young up-and-coming talent like an EO Sky and Dakota Kai. And, you know, even with Becky throwing that insult at Bailey and saying, well, they, I see them with championship titles around their waist. Where's yours? Well, that the proof is exactly what Bailey is saying. She was more focused on them than herself. Like, I, I, like... You know, the fans are booing Bailey, and I loved how Bailey was yelling back at the fans, like, I, wh- why are you booing me? I'm the one that cares about this <laughs> locker room. It was, I thought it was a wonderful dynamic between those two last night. But if you, if you think about it, right, is um, in, in, in the reality sense of, of things, how, how things happen, sometimes people are doing the good stuff on the sidelines, and they think they're doing the right things, but the acceptance of, the population in general is different. They'd rather care for that self-center star that for yes. that, that is really caring to build the division in a different way. Yeah. She's a heel, but again, she is not the spotlight. She doesn't want to be the spotlight. She wants to help those who are up and coming, you know, and, and that's, it. you know, you, that's, that's, that's what you saw yesterday. And it was, it was great. And I like how there, there was, when Becky was putting, you know, Bailey over. <laughs> I love when when Bailey saying, you should cheer for this. And everybody's just like, nah, <laughs> we're good. It made, and I get it, what Bailey is doing. And listen, I haven't been the biggest fan of damage control. I've said it on this show many, many times. But man, Bailey is great. And Bailey showed how great she was last night. Not only on the microphone, but then what we saw in the match between Asuka, Bailey, and Rhea Ripley, and boy, Bailey needed a win. And and to me, pro wrestling is always a sport, and wins and losses matter to me. Bailey needed a win, and she got that win last night. I mean, I'm hoping Asuka gets built up down the road. She definitely needs to be, but Bailey got a much needed victory in that match last night on Raw Thunder. Yeah, she did, and again, it's like. Where 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 is she gonna go and 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 how is she gonna place herself in 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 the division again in terms of like championship right uh, because yep. she's had had some badass matches with Bianca Belair and I, I'm telling you when I saw um her match on Extreme Rules I was like wow I was very impressed and um 
definitely, like you were saying, I will have to agree with you. Uh, Bailey has done really good work with that up and coming talent. And, um, and, and it's very, it's very hard to find someone like that, that, that can't work with anyone. Right. And, yep. um, and, and make them look really good. And in this, in this aspect, uh, I think that's why she is a superstar in, in WWE and even, yeah, and, and even being gone for a whole year, she kind of stay a little like, um, active on social media, on Twitter. Some of her tweets were like completely, you know, no pun intended, raw, and and people yeah. were popping for it. And then like some of the stuff, she she she's really witty with a lot of the stuff. And even when she messed up in, I think it was her comeback promo, she like got up real quick and 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 you know turn it around. And I think I, I I like that about her, you know. And 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 she again, she she's different. She looks different than you know. I'm gonna quote unquote this the, the diva look or or your typical like you know the star. She's different, and that's what makes it even more special. On, with her. And that's something that the WWE does well is they build up stars. And I think you see a star in Bailey and, and what we're seeing obviously with Becky and that's been building for years and years. And I love that we have now that number one contenders match next week. And we'll get into the main event in a little bit here on busted open. But again, another, an, another reason to tune in to raw next week. Cause you just saw these matches. You liked what you saw at least, Early on with the Oscar Bailey Rhea match, now you got to tune in next week to find out who's going to be the number one contender for Bianca's championship. So moving from Becky and and her, Becky finished her promo right. She gets yeah. out of the ring and she stays walking very very slow when Rhea Ripley came out. And there was a moment. This moment was, I probably counted it. It was like forty five seconds to a minute, and. They're like staring at each other really, really hard. And when you said Rhonda versus Becky, I didn't mean Rock uh, Rock Rhonda versus Becky. I meant Rhea versus Becky. It, that's something that I mean, Rhea has been on fire in the last couple of months. And the way that she has developed her character and her presence in the ring. Like, I want to see her all the time. Like all the time. She's She's really pleasing please to watch. She she looks like a badass. She walks like a badass. Her entrance is like super badass. And and then you see her doing this like uh, gestures all the time that makes it so much special. So when you have them both there and the, it wasn't like let's beat up each other. It was like just stare at each other with time. Like it really plants the seed and water it and put like, you know. Oh, you're right. And I, I want to get I want to get a little bit more into that because that was old school, what we saw between Rhea and Becky last night. And I love what you said, Thunder, about that. I'm talking about Rhonda and Becky, but that's not what you were thinking. You were thinking Becky and Rhea, and I think you definitely have a point. 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT-93. Let's go out to Kelvin in Arlington who wants to talk about Bailey and Becky. Oh, Kelvin, what did you want to say? Good morning, guys. How are you doing today? What's up, buddy? What did you want to say about Bailey and Becky? Actually, I, I think you guys touched on a lot of it. Uh, I think, and Bully says this all the time, make me care. And I think that segment last night made me care because Bailey was dropping a lot of truth in that promo. And the crowd didn't seem like they were into it, but 
on on television, it actually made me look at it and care because she was saying, you guys don't care, you don't cheer for this stuff because I'm here for the future. And she did a very good thing in that promo by including damage control because now I'm starting to look at them like maybe I should be caring a lot more for these guys because they are indeed the future. You so know, Ke- that's what I thought about it. No, Kelvin, great, great phone call. And Thunder, he's right. Like, I have not been able to really get emotionally invested in damage control. They -hmm. never really gave a reason why they were together. They never really had a purpose together. But Bailey summed it all up last night in that promo. She talked about the importance of them and the future of the locker room. And her as a veteran now you know, giving back to the youth that's in that locker room because she's thinking about the road of the future. Man, great call by Kelvin. But Thunder, he hit the nail right on the head. Like, you hate Bailey and you hate damage control, but at least now there's an emotional investment because you understand why they're all together. And, And Thunder, you know this better than anybody. That's what it's all about. It's all about emotional connection. Absolutely. And then, you know, when you see certain, you know, um, promos or segments and then you're watching it and then he's like 10 seconds into it, if you're not into it, you're just going to change the channel. And like he said, maybe the people at the show weren't paying attention, but people watching the show at home, they're like, man, this is this is really good. And also makes you think. Right. OK, so Bailey wants to do it for the women's division. But what if she has an alcohol? you know, an alter motive to yep. this. Yes. She's doing it for the women's division, but again, she's doing it for her benefit because she wants to be again, one of the top dogs there and cement herself forever and ever and ever as a top dog. And you have to use other people to do that. You do some good to create bad. You know I mean, I don't know. No, but I think you're right. I think it's like, all right, I'm here for you, Dakota Kai and EO Sky, because I'm the veteran. I'm the one with experience. I know what this is like. I've been in the biggest moments in the WWE, and I'm going to share that knowledge with you. But like you said, she still wants to be the top dog. She still wants to be the champion. So she's using those two to have somebody in her corner to help her. Like, here, I'm helping you. Now I need you to help me. I mean, eventually that's got to come out, right, Thunder? Because well, yeah. Bailey is a heel, so it sounds exactly what a heel wrestler would do. And I don't know if you noticed yesterday, I mean, the damage control did her dirty work. Yep. A lot. A lot. And that is important. Even in real life, having a coalition of women or men that can support you on whatever endeavors you have or goals that you have, it's like a politician, right? You have a group of people that like you, and then they can help you hate other people, and then they, all the people below you do all the dirty work. And you're out there, you know, just like, hi, I am, you know, such and such. And um, I'm great. And they're doing my dirty work, but you don't see me like, you know, doing it by myself. And that's important, especially because she has to protect herself. Yes. And she has to protect her spot because she's not a champion right now. Nope. And and Becky reminds you of that saying, how, hey, you're, you're who you're mentoring are champions, but you yourself is not a champion. And then and again- and she's failed multiple times trying to get the championship. And I mean, just imagine when you are someone like that before leaving, you were like on top, you were the champion for so long. You were like, had great history. And now you're just like, 
you know, another pawn in in the game. You you got to be a queen there. And she has to move her own pawns in order to do that. And you know what, Thunder? And this is where I give credit to this new era of the WWE and what Triple H is doing. Because there's been a lot of times where I've seen championship matches. And it's like, why is there a championship match happening? That person lost multiple times. Like she was given opportunities or he was given opportunities and they lost. Why are they now in another championship match? It makes no sense. And Bully would always say, because. That's the WWE way. Because. That's not good enough for me. I like now that, yes, you're right. Bailey has had opportunities and she's lost that opportunities. But now there's a series of number one contenders matches where Bailey is involved and now she's earning her way to get that number one contenders match. Like she's not just being thrown in just for the sake of having her thrown in. She's earning it. And again, that's a part of the credibility factor as a fan that watches every week. I want to see. And I'm now seeing that with Bailey. And 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 it and again it's it's just it cement the the character that yep. yeah you're con- continuously losing is is that I don't want to call it the chase but in a way is the chase the chase it could be for the championship it could be for respect it could be for your spot and that's how it should be right and that's how you know you you build your people you give them that time I mean we're talking about people that have been gone for due to injuries due to um you know motherhood. They have to earn their way back to that spot. And 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 that's how it should be. And I think again, it gives you it gives the people something to give a crap about. And I think with Becky and Bailey doing this, they want to see that they haven't wrestled each other in a long time. And again, utilizing damage control to do their dirty work, it makes it even more interesting. Welcome back down radio with Chris Weidman. Steven, Wonderboy Thompson joins the show. Wonderboy, how did it feel to get back into the wing column? Leading up to this fight, everybody said I was washed up and done. Like, I'm, I'm too old for it. Like, I love proving people wrong. It's crazy how quickly you can change in people's minds after a loss. Just the fact that everybody's talking about how much they were excited about watching the fight, that's what kind of matters to me. Like, I've always wanted to put on a good show. The bumps and bruises are all worth it. The broken hand was worth it. Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Thunder, I want to get into uh, the stare down. And I can tell, you know, that really resonated with you last yeah. night with that Rhea Becky stare down. And I said it was old school because one of my all time favorite feuds was the Iron Sheik and Sergeant Slaughter. And at the time, Sergeant Slaughter was a heel. And obviously, so was the Iron Sheik. And. They just got, like, Sergeant Slaughter just got finished with the match, and 
Iron Sheik was coming out for a match. Actually, it was the other way around. Uh, you know, Iron Sheik had just finished with the match, and Sergeant Slaughter was just going to the ring for his match, and they crossed paths, and they just looked at each other. And that was the start of one of the all-time great feuds between those two. I loved that stare down. And there were some words spoken as well, like that little sarcastic good luck that Becky threw Rhea's way. And Thunder, I absolutely love because this is a little lazy on my part. We're talking about a possible main event at WrestleMania, and I'm throwing out the tired old Becky and Ronda. Well, right now, Becky's on Raw and Ronda's on SmackDown. Also, like, there's no story there, at least right now. Mm -hmm. There could be a story. There's also a story out of what we saw at WrestleMania 35. But I didn't see what was thrown right in my face last night, and that is Rhea and Becky. Becky is Becky. She's the man. She's you know, one of the most iconic performers that we've seen in the WWE the last 10 years. But as you said, Thunder, Rhea Ripley over the last six months has been money. So, yes, to your point, Thunder, Becky and Rhea could definitely be a main event match at WrestleMania. I mean, just think about it. Like, both of them are two of the hottest stars at raw and yep. then i don't know it's just like at that moment when they started staring down i was like i thought they were like you know the judgment day was feuding with you know the good brothers and stuff and it just made me forget about it and made me start like oh my god how is this gonna play out like this is never done before this is a match that you know gonna first time uh ria is on hinge uh i mean i'm gonna go back to the the promo that they did in thanksgiving with uh, Rey Mysterio, which I watched it probably like five times because I thought it was, you know, genius. Yes. Um, four kids, by the way. I hope no kids were, you know, mentally scarred forever. That was pretty, <laughs> it reminded me of like a, a family fight, but, you know, I digress because I'm talking about something else. But yesterday was, that's, that to me, that's really cool. I like when, when promotions do that. They do like this cross stories. Like, like I said, they planted the seed they water it. They went to Walmart and got some like that blue thing that you put on like plant food in it. Yeah. They water it again and then they put this little plastic so it grows. So it was like it was done with no words whatsoever and just gestures. And one of the things that I love about Rhea is her gestures, her facial expressions, her just her presence. Like I love the fact that Becky, it was like even even the camera angle when Rhea was coming in on the uh, on the entrance, you can see Becky watching her every step. It's like seizing each other when you're about to fight. You know you're about to fight, or like a UFC fight, right? Yeah. And they're walking for the for the weigh in. You're looking at the motherfucker like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. And I feel like that was for me that was a feeling, and where they got to each other and then like they're presenting the ma the match or the fight. And they're looking at each other and they're telling like, I'm going to fuck you up tomorrow. Yeah, bitch, do whatever you want. You ain't going to do that, right? But it was like that that good luck. I was like, yeah, right. And then and it was just like the little smirks and stuff. For me, that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. Not uh, One of the things that I learned a long, long time ago and, and one of the places that I went is like not using so many words to express a feeling. 
or an action that you want to take. It's a lot more stronger that could in a five minute promo sometimes. And yesterday, what I saw, it was exactly that. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll buy the ticket. And I and I love it, Thunder, because you you're you're right. And like Rhea was like, all right, this is Becky Lynch. This is a legend. This is somebody that you know has been a mainstay here in the WWE. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm Rhea Ripley, and you saw that confidence carry over to where she did her entrance, like just in, in that emphatic entrance that she had before stepping through those ropes. Like, man, you're you're so right, Thunder. Like. Rhea's the real deal. Like, and she doesn't have to say anything. Just her emotion. You can read it on her face. Like, I, she is the next. Forget about the next super. She is the real deal right now. And, man, I, you know, and she's not even being featured, like, lately. She's part of the Judgment Day. She's in this storyline with Dominic. She hasn't even been wrestling for, like, a championship. But, man. That's somebody I want to see with a championship title around her waist. But there's a difference. Even if she is not wrestling, she's creating moments, moments that are defining her as a character. And sometimes those moments are way more important than having a championship match because those are the moments that people remember all the time. Yeah. And that's important. When you know how to build someone with moments, the character goes beyond, you know, having a championship in, uh, under your waist. And this is one of the things that I talk about with this new regime of Triple H. Yeah. You know, prior to Triple H, the, the Raw roster was very top-heavy. It was all about one superstar and then everybody else. No, you need, you need storylines. There needs to be more than just the championship title picture. Like, yes, Bianca Belair is your champion. We're going to be into whatever championship match that she has. Mm-hmm. But you need other stories. You need other feuds. And we're seeing right now in that women's no, division. And it's, again, you have to build your stars. It's like, yeah, Bianca's going to, like, you know, wrestle someone that hasn't even been built. And that's another complaint that a lot of the fans have. It's like when they throw – we were just talking about this earlier. You're just throwing random matches for championship matches, and people can care less about it. Yep. And you're already building – they're already stars, making them a bit uh, – Bigger and better. Somebody wins, somebody loses. The person that wins now is a real threat to the champion. And I even, let's, you know, jump ahead to the promo that, you know, Bianca made. And she acknowledged everyone in the show that was part of the show and say, you know, this person is this, this person is that. She talked about Rhea Ripley. She talked about, you know, being in the ring with Becky and how she challenged her every time they're in the ring. That's one another thing that I like. As a baby face, and she stayed baby face, and you know, sometimes those, those promos can be like hit and miss, but she acknowledged every single person that was fighting that night for, you know, the number one contender. And uh, without telling like, eh, that person sucks. Well, that bitch, I don't, I don't, I can care less. You know, it's like everyone has something interesting to give to the division. And that is important when you're a champion or when you're a top star, you have to acknowledge everybody that is below you. Why? Because otherwise it's like, what the fuck are you fighting them for? It, it, Thunder, what you just said, it sounds so simple, but it's almost become a lost art in it pro is. wrestling. And, and, and Bully has said this before. If, you know, you ain't nobody if you didn't beat nobody. If you beat nobody, what does that mean? It means nothing. And, like, you have to build up your opponents. You have to build up that division. That division has to mean something. The other people who aren't holding a championship – they have to mean something. And right now, look at it. 
it wasn't that long ago, Thunder, that I was saying, man, the Raw women's division is hurting right now. Man, they 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 are lacking star power in this division. But now you have Bianca Belair, who's your champion. Becky Lynch is back, you know, and now they built up Bailey Thunder to a point where it's like, I don't want to see Bailey in a match with Bianca Belair anymore. I've seen that. They've done it. I'm I'm finished with it. But I feel differently after what I saw last night. I actually want to see Bailey. I can't believe I'm saying it, but it's true. I actually want to see Bailey in the ring with Bianca Belair because they've given me a reason now to be emotionally invested in Bailey. I didn't have that before. So if I see that match again, even though I've already seen it like three times in the last four months, I want to see it after what I saw last but night. But David, again, it took you a segment in where Bailey show you that she care for what she's doing, no matter how many setbacks she has had, no matter if she's the loser of the group, she show you a side that you probably didn't see before, right? It's yeah. the side of like, she cares. She wants to do something different for her and for the division. Therefore, she should be on top. She should have that opportunity again, regardless of what the outcome is. It's because she wants to be there for the future, right? And yep. and now with, you know, building another side story that you, we haven't even seen yet um, or just planting the seed, Again, it's just it's giving you options to see where Bianca, where can Bianca pick who's gonna be her next victim, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, 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 you know, I'm into this. Unlocking the cage with Jimmy Smith. The UFC will deal with you personally about what you want. I can't imagine that a big boxing match with Francis Ngannou boxing Tyson Fury is enough of a sticking point that they won't sign him. The more he makes it about fighters need X, Y, and Z, the less room he has with the UFC. Being told how to deal with fighters and the rights of fighters and fighter pay across the board, that's going to be a non-starter for the UFC. Unlocking the cage with Jimmy Smith. Weekdays from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Athena joins us here on Busted Open. Athena, good morning, and thanks so much for the time. Good morning. Good morning. Now, I got to give you credit. Because mm-hmm. you have made some definitive statements on AEW television, and well, well, I do don't tell. know. Well, <laughs> uh, well, and I don't know how I feel about it because I think when I think of Athena, I think of a certain wrestler with a certain attitude and a certain demeanor. That has obviously changed over the last couple weeks. And I think there's been a little bit of a change in attitude. So my first question is, is why the change in attitude lately? Um, cause I feel like it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Sometimes uh, nice guys finish last and 
it's sometimes you just get frustrated and it's really hard and you're trying to find an opportunity to not get lost in the shuffle because at AEW there are so many talented women just across the board and it's like what can you do to stand out you know and you're asking your questions like why am I stuck in this position why is this happening to me am I not good you start second guessing yourself and then finally you just have to say F it and that's basically what I've done is just say F it and I'm gonna do what I do best like a lot of people don't know that for 10 years before I got signed to WWE I was probably one of the most notorious heels uh, or bad guys or villains, whatever, whatever you uh, smart folk out there want to call it. You know, I, I worked my entire indie career as the bad guy going around. Like I even got uh, given the nickname American Joshi because of my hard hitting style. And I think people just forget about that. And honestly, throughout my entire like TV career, it's something that I've always wanted to get back to. And that is honestly pretty fair. I feel like, um, one of the biggest criticisms for women is when women are, you know, strong style that they, they like to lay it in. And, and, um, as someone who's been criticized for being a little too stiff, right. Um, I really, the fact that you are embracing this because that's how you, you wear for so long and, mm -hmm. um, and you were revered and you were, uh, you were very respected for the fact that you were one of one of the greatest workers that I've seen live before you got signed I saw you live and I was blown away that was in shimmer and uh I think it was in San Francisco in the San Francisco area um and I saw you and me a yam at the time and this is before I became a professional wrestler and people like you were the ones who inspired me to become a professional wrestler when I saw cheerleader Melissa she was one of those people that I was like I saw her and Serena Deeb have a 30 minute match that were no like super high spots. And it was like hard hitting, you know, with psychology and your style is very particular, Athena, because you're not just like, you're great on the ground, but you're also a high, a high flyer. And you are one of the most um, diverse wrestlers that I know. Um, how do you. you feel, you know, how do you feel being that, that wrestler in, 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 in the different companies that you have worked? You know, I think, um, people just forget like and and I want to talk about your double standard right there because I feel like you and me just just we're here right now we're here <laughs> because people forget that like the girls can hit just as hard as the guys like I have to sit there and see John Moxley and Jericho and uh who else Yuta and all of these guys hit the tar out of each other and I guarantee you if I was a man I feel like there wouldn't be as much backlash or anything about that. It's all these old bloated farts that want to sit there and tell us that like, oh no, we need to go out there and look pretty. It, and, and then like they complain when it's a dance, they complain when we hit hard, get over it. You know, we're out here to be just as good as the guys and we give it our all. We put in all of this time and effort to hone our craft. And I feel like sometimes we are underappreciated when we do things like that. And I want to also mention you as 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 a you know, progressive woman in professional wrestling and saying this statement. Um, she's one of the most prolific uh, prolific teachers in professional wrestling right now in the state of Texas. She is working with uh, the future of professional wrestling in Texas right now, and uh, it, it's. I would like for people to understand and I now that you're going to have a championship match a very important championship match for the ROH women's division um 
tell your role as a teacher, as a professor, as 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 a veteran with people in the independence scene, and now as a veteran in AEW. So it it started off as like when when I started coaching, I've been coaching for ooh a long time. I I don't want to date myself. Um, probably, probably five, six years now. Um, you know, we have a very small place. It's just kind of word of mouth. And it's like, we just wanted to give people an opportunity to learn and grow. Like I'm not the only coach. We have, uh, three different coaches. My husband is a coach, Uh, a couple of other wrestlers are coaches as well, but we wanted to give people an atmosphere to have a very, I guess, diverse learning experience. So we each take a separate day, but like, it's all about growth. It's all about learning. Like I, I don't, pretend to know everything right but if I don't know it I can definitely contact someone that does you know we have seminars non-stop but it's all about knowledge you know in in our area we had so many schools shut down for like so many numerous reasons and we just wanted a place where people could come have a safe space to learn and grow and be themselves and be them their best selves possible if that makes sense you know so like learning coaching it's something that I truly enjoy and you know, I even came down to Mission Pro a few times to help out um, yes, yes. Be- because I genuinely just enjoy it and I want to see people succeed and grow. Like, that's just the type of person I am. I've never really been selfish until now, it feels like. <laughs> but, you know, it- it's one of those things that like knowledge is power. You know, there are so many schools out there that say, oh, you can't go train anywhere. We're not one of those schools. Train everywhere. Get as much knowledge. Like I said, like Thunder Rosa rolls through. Girl, come through. Talk to the kids, you know, and they're not kids. They're adults. But like it's it's just a very safe, fun environment. And it's an environment that I wish that more people would have out there. You know, uh, Athena, there's a lot to what you just said and even you, Thunder, and Obviously, this weekend, uh, December 10th, 4 p.m., uh, special start time for Ring of Honor Final Battle, which is always one of my favorite shows of the year. And you're going up against Mercedes Martinez for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship, which should be a banger. There's no doubt about it. But you just said something that I don't want to just pass over because a lot of myself, and, and this is coming from a 51-year-old male, And that is like, in a lot of ways, I feel like we've progressed, but then there's reminders. And I, and I hear that a lot in guests that we have on this show that we haven't really progressed as much as we think. And you just said something and it was like, wow. And it was a bit of a a wow moment for me. And you're right. Like, you know, Brian Danielson is in a match or a Wheeler Yuta is on, is in a match and they're having a hard, stiff match. And everybody compliments and credits that match for how stiff and how hard hitting it was. And, you know, you hear people say, well, that's, you know, that's a good wake up call. And it's good to be that hard hitting. And it's good to be that stiff. Look at how. But yet when the women do it, it's like, whoa, wait a second. That's unsafe. And like, what are you doing? Like, and and it's like, wow, because that is the commentary that is out there. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because. In, in this day and age where, let's face it, a lot of the best matches that we've seen over the last few years have been women matches. Why do you think there still is that stigma about when there it is a stiff match or it is hard-hitting? All of a sudden, all the negative people and all the negative commentary is out there. I honestly don't know. You know, I've been doing this for almost 17 years now, and like... It, no matter 
how much we as women trend, no matter if we have the best match on the card, you know, it's always going to have that stigma of like, oh, they hit too hard. Oh, it's too dancey. Like, I feel like people are so overly critical of the girls because we're still trying to fight for so much. Like every time any woman steps out in the ring, we are constantly trying to prove that we belong here, that we are just as good as the guys, if not better. Like, I don't know if anyone else saw Full Gear, but Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter tore down the effing floor, right? Like they went out there, they're, 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 so what? There was blood. Someone got hit in the face. Oh, well, it's wrestling we're not like babies we're not going to go home and cry about it we're going to continue the match and do what we do best which is entertain people and just because like one person hit it's hard one person's a high flyer one person likes to do submissions it's all entertainment at the end of the day and that's all we want to show you we want to put our heart and our art on the platter in the ring and just be appreciated for every bump that we have to take every death defying move anytime we have to get hit by a chair go into a cage whether it's jumping off the top rope and doing a stunner we just want to show you guys our heart and our art every time we step in the ring and like for some reason it's so overly criticized and I and I don't know why I don't have an answer for that because I feel like for every step that we take forward it takes one comment on the internet the trolls whatever to set the entire like women's wrestling category back Wow. And, and, and something that, and, and thank you for that honest answer and something that I wanted to bring up with you today, because, you know, pro wrestling moves so fast and here we are, we're getting near the end of the year. And a lot of times moments and things that are, that happen earlier on the year kind of get forgotten. And mm-hmm. you two had a match uh, with warriors wrestling back. I believe it was, it was February of this, of this year that you two are in the ring. And I think it was a definitive statement. And a lot of it not only was what you guys were able to do in the ring, but Thunder, something that you said at the end of that match, which, you know, there's people being disrespectful. And I think you both put on a clinic, you know, in the ring to teach how instrumental pro wrestling is and how women's wrestling is, but also about being respectful. And I love the fact that you were outspoken. And I think that that moment back at the beginning of the year is something that I think should be remembered now that we're getting near the end of the year. So. I mean, yes. I mean, one of the things I, as we were having this match because I have such a respect for Athena for, you know, the longest for what she's represented and also for, you know, a lot of the challenges that came as, as, as a professional wrestler and where she comes from, like that's, that's where my respect comes we have a lot of similarities and that night specifically we were there for 30 minutes like busting our ass and like being intense as you can get and then when somebody says something like well that was whack like that was 30 minutes i and then it was constant it was somebody like two or four people saying some stuff and i had enough i never say anything but i had to say something on that on that time it was like it is time for people when they come in that they see us as the voice, as some of the voice. We do the same stuff that the guys are doing or even more because we come back from having kids. We come back from being, you know, criticized for being too pretty or too strong or too weak, whatever. They, there's always something, always something. And this weekend, I think it, this is where my, my question comes for you. I know you know Mercedes Martinez for a long time. You guys work for Shimmer. You guys work in the independency. You guys work uh-huh. in NXT. Now you guys been working 
in AEW for a long time. What is your takeaway? Because this is the second time that you get an opportunity to go for a championship. If you win this championship at AEW for ROH Final Battle, what is it going to mean for you right now as a Latina? Um, it, it's, it's weird because like, let me just talk about Mercedes, uh, because I don't think a lot of people know our history. Like when I started off at Shimmer One Wrestling, I got the opportunity to wrestle Mercedes, um, in a match. The match was so good. Uh, Dave Prezak at the time was like, you guys are doing a feud. This is a thing. Right. Um, and we ended up doing just like these matches that just hit every single time. But like, honestly, Mercedes kind of made my shimmer career with these series of matches. And then fast forward to when we were in NXT, you know, I actually wrestled Mercedes in her debut for NXT, beat the tar out of her, but I got to wrestle her. And now we're coming back to this weird full circle moment where we've worked each other in every major promotion. And now I'm coming back to Ring of Honor for the first time. I don't think people know I used to wrestle for Ring of Honor back in the day. Like when women were getting these weird like bikini matches on the independence scene. Ring of Honor was like, no, come here and show that you're a wrestler. So me wrestling for Ring of Honor with the style that I was working back then is like a really cool moment for me to show that like Ring of Honor means so much more to me than most people because it was an opportunity to showcase my wrestling. Not only to do that with Mercedes Martinez, who I have so much history, so much respect for as well, like me winning that title, me beating someone that I've wrestled so many times that knows me inside and out, hoping that I can just catch her off guard, like in Ring of Honor, in my hometown, like this, there's just so much going into this. And like, I feel like if I make it out with the Ring of Honor championship, like this is like, Yes, everything I've done to this moment has been correct. I've taken the right steps, the right paths. I've I've hit the right hussies in the face. I've 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 gone over and beyond to solidify myself as a threat within Ring of Honor, within AEW. And not only that, it's just carrying that momentum forward, making that championship mean so much more, having it prevalent every single day, week in, week out. Like that's something I want to do. And I, I want to carry that torch that so many women before me, Sarah Del Rey, Mischief, cheerleader Melissa, all of these women that started off showing what we do, even Mercedes Martinez, I don't want to throw shade, but I am, you know, <laughs> like even all of these women that started off showing, hey, women can do more than just be pretty little playthings in the ring. Like, this is a full circle moment for me. This is what women's wrestling is all about. And this Saturday, we're going to go out there. We're going to hit the tar out of each other. Like, I'm going to beat the ever-loving crap out of Mercedes Martinez. One, because my mom's going to be front row, so is my dad. <laughs> but, like, I, I want to do it just to show everyone that I'm just, I'm not porcelain. I'm not a pretty plaything. I am tougher than nails. I can give it, I can take it, and I'm going to stand tall at the end of the day with that Ring of Honor championship and show everyone that the fallen goddess is the alpha and everyone needs to bow down to me. I love it. I love it, Athena. <laughs> and again, final battle. There's a lot of history with this show going back, you know, to the Manhattan ballroom back in the day. And then what we're going to see this Saturday 
it's going to be great seeing Bobby Cruz with the microphone in his hand doing ring announcing because there's a lot of there's a lot of history with Ring of Honor and with Final Battle. And what better way to celebrate that than this Saturday, December 10th, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on pay per view? And again, one of the marquee matchups for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship, Mercedes Martinez, and our guest Athena. Athena, thank you so much for the time. I can't wait. Go ahead, Thunder. David, I was just going to say, she just said everybody needs to bow down to Athena. Athena, I don't have to bow down to you. I'm just going to say that. Well, girl, Spring. come come but on through. One, once I win this with Ring of Honor Championship from Mercedes, pull through. How about that? I will, I will pull through. I do not care. I have not phased you on national TV. And for all That's those fun. who are listening, you know. <laughs> I'm ready no. for new. Cha- I'm ready for new challenges. Go ahead. And, and just like you have a new attitude right now, which we saw in Chicago, you beat the crap out of poor Lainey Luck, who was, you know, David LaGreca uh, partner at one point. My girl, for wrestling. Lainey Luck's my girl. Um, you know, I'm I'm ready. I mean, I'm ready for new challenges, and you definitely will be one of those that I will be so. I will be glad to be in the ring with you. I'm just Look, saying. We you, new attitude. You say when. And I'll knock you on the floor, Thunder. <laughs> Come through. Come through. We can okay, do good. this again, girl. Good luck on December 10th. You know, shout out to my my girl, um, Mercedes Martinez, who's the current champion. I hope she wins. I'm just saying. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> Athena, I, just I apologize. I apologize for Thunder. I'm rooting up, for David. you. And I hope you have a great moment. You know, Mercedes, as you said, with your Mercedes. family in, at ringside, I hope, hope you have that moment holding that championship over your head. Athena, thank you for the time. In your dreams. <laughs> wow. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.